Oh, that's great. Beautiful, Joss. When was the last truly fucking nasty, nasty, bad pop girl? All right. (laughs) This is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley. Hello. And you are listening to New Release, episode 166. Too bad it's not 1666, but maybe maybe one day we'll get there. Um, New Release is a TV, mostly, and movie podcast where we watch something new each week and then decide what, Ashley? If we want more. Yeah. So (laughs) what do we maybe want more or not want more of this week for our inaugural new new release episode? The new Max show, The Idol. Yes. Um, (laughs) This is a um, provocative show about a pop singer kind of like um, I've heard that it's not inspired. They they are going out of their way, maybe for legal reasons, maybe for creative reasons to say this isn't Britney. <laughs> this isn't a specific <laughs> pop singer that kind of like had a breakdown in the public view. But this show picks up like, I guess, post breakdown where she's going to be making a comeback push. Um, I missed some of this while we were watching the episode. But did you realize like her mom died a year earlier? I think they mm-hmm. allude to it. Um yeah, they so mentioned was... it a couple of times throughout the episode. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe <laughs> so maybe <laughs> I was too engrossed with all the craziness going on uh, to yeah. pick up on the the plot details. <laughs> but it's basically just kind of about the like toxic nature of the music industry, the rise and fall of a young female pop artist, like how she's getting sexualized, whether whether she's in control of kind of like, you know sexualizing herself whether Mm -hmm. she's being pressured by external forces um so yeah i mean there's oh and the other just kind of info thing i wanted to mention is the dna with euphoria so um creator sam levinson uh made this show with partners like the weekend who's who's a, a star and another person um a little bit of a tumultuous production history where one director was removed from the show and Sam Levinson took the reins completely. Um, he's not gotten along with everyone he's worked on on Euphoria, um, but some of the main stars of Euphoria, like Zendaya and Sydney Sweeney, at least creatively, have have defended him strongly for like the ultimate product that that they've been able to put out. They're really proud of on Euphoria, and. Um, so I was excited for the show because of how stylized and interesting to look at and, and cinematically compelling Euphoria is. Um, uh, where what do you think um, about like what what are your initial impressions of this show? Like since you don't have that relationship with Euphoria going in, really, you're yeah. starting a little fresher. <laughs> so yeah. I watched. I mean, I watched a little bit of Euphoria. Um, it was too depressing for me. I did like kind of remove myself from that world. Yep. Um, so obviously did a good job with the acting and all that stuff. I just couldn't 
it was too sad. So going into this show, I was a bit nervous because <laughs> yeah. I didn't really know what to, what to expect because I knew it would be uh, controversial and uh, just wasn't quite sure where they were going to go with it. Um, stylistically, Ooh. it's beautiful, uh-huh. as expected. Always feels like someone's going to get murdered. I don't know <laughs> that's how you felt. It's camp. It's like it's more inspired by like campy, um, maybe like Italian horror than like yeah. before. It doesn't have that tone um, at all. It has like darkness and neons, but like this one has like shots of mm-hmm. people like standing at a distance. Like yeah, this one's framed more like a thriller than right. Euphoria. Like yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's it interesting. Kind of made me nervous the entire time to watch it. I was like, is someone gonna die? Like I don't know what's happening. Probably. Um, and I have the opening scene, the first like three, four minutes of Jocelyn, Lily Rose Depp's character um, doing like acting out the different emotions for the photographer is incredible. Yep. Like you can tell immediately she's going to be a, like an amazing actress and like she's going to be like really fun, like fun to watch throughout the show. Um, the other actors, I liked the cast of like Dan Levy and like um, I think it's the girl who plays Layla. From Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I like her oh, too. Oh, yeah. Rachel Sennett. Yeah. Her voice is really cool. So I just like listen to her talk. Um, the weekend, I just, I don't like the casting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think he just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> he, he, uh, he, um, is doing a Dracula, um, yeah. <laughs> inspired performance. Like his, his hairline, like people have pointed this out. Like he's going for some kind of like breathy, um, mm-hmm. ethereal, uh, Dracula, old old school like vampire like a trench coat, all black. Yeah, it just uh... he's not appealing, which I don't think is a bad. Th- well, like like he's not like really charismatic and and really mm-hmm. like hot in an obvious way, which I think is an is kind of an interesting non vain choice on his yeah. part. Um, for I mean, when you star in a show that you're producing, it's <laughs> it's hard to avoid you know a level of a vanity and self referentialness. Mm-hmm. But he's like. It seems like that character is going to go out of its way to not be like like a, not be a true artist, not be mm-hmm. as desirable as that character might normally be and yet she's still going to kind of fall into their 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 web or their, you know, um orbit mm-hmm. um even in spite of that. So like cuz it seems more obvious to the audience that he should be right. avoided or like isn't appealing in the first place. Then well, it does even, to her. I mean, she even says to her friend, like, Oh, I'm going to invite his name's Tedros Tedros yeah. over. And the girl's like, I don't like him. Like he's really creepy. And she's like, yeah, he gives me like that rapey vibe, but I like it. And it's like, okay, well you already know, like he just like gives this weird vibe to everyone. And, but I think he will obviously ultimately make her a better artist, but to what measure? Yeah, maybe. And uh, what's always interesting about these shows where you see like a really vulnerable uh, or a really damaged artist figure mm-hmm. is like when they have artistic breakthroughs. And so for her, one comes, yeah, just like in that opening uh, sequence where it's just a close up of her face yeah. going through the emotions until it zooms out enough to see her um, exposed chest. So, <laughs> right. like, just the Levinson <laughs> experience right there in a nutshell is like getting these really complete emotional performances out of performers while also being like provocative Mm -hmm. and then commenting on it in the moment by like locking the intimacy coordinator (laughs) in the bathroom 
Mm-hmm. So, because he's like, it's like, a, it's like, but it's also making fun of intimacy coordin- coordinators because it's a dude and he's like just doing it in a very um, mechanical way, not yeah. listening to the woman who wants, who's like saying, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. But like, that's also their job is to protect them from like, so it, <laughs> it's like doing all of that and, and basically satirizing it. So hard to say, like, if it thinks any of those, if, if he has any use for mm-hmm. these guardrails that productions put into place, obviously he powers through them as best as best right. he can <laughs> to make the types of sh- the provocative um, art that he wants to, mm-hmm. um, with like young, you know, uh, female performers. Yeah, so, and yeah, and like, even that opening scene because it's just so good. Remind me of Mia Goth and Maxine, or not in Maxine and yeah. Pearl, when she has like that seven minute monologue. I was just like, damn, this is fucking acting. And then Lily Rose dubbed a really similar thing. So. Very impressed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, basically, what they want to do is set you up for like you. You're kind of the same toxic, um, no Britney reference intended uh, relationship we have <laughs> with like celebrities, where we like seeing them, um, you know, get get like the Kardashians. They like seeing their rise and and their fall, and like in in piling on when things aren't going well, like. It's interesting when she does the dance, the choreographed dance performance. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't quite, she doesn't quite nail it the first time, but then the second time, like you, you, you know, you're kind of rooting. It's exciting to see her succeed as mm-hmm. as well. So you get this like spectrum of obviously there's something there that made her a huge star in the first place. There's just this natural like um, it factor, like Mia Goth, yeah. where. We we want to see that come through on the screen because it's it's more interesting if if she's like <laughs> has redeeming <laughs> qualities artistically versus is just like was propped up by the industry or something. Yeah, how many um, cigarettes did she smoke in the first episode? Just to... apparently, apparently that was a big topic on Twitter. Um, so yeah, <laughs> oh, really? I was playing a little uh, drinking game along with the <laughs> the show, which might have been why I missed the um, important. Mm-hmm. um exposition about her, her mother but um yeah she smoked like all these long thin cigarettes basically uh constantly throughout the the show so that was <laughs> that became a meme apparently um i think this show is getting pretty mixed reactions maybe mm-hmm. euphoria Euphoria was took a minute to become a breakout you know sensation but I wonder if the initial reception was slightly better for Euphoria, even if the ratings took a little while to catch up. Um, but yeah, I don't think this isn't like universally um, being praised by any by any means. Yeah, it's like, it sounds yeah. like you're kind of in the same middle middle ground as well. I am, and I think it's taken me because my when the, when the episode first ended and we watched it together, which is cool. Yep. Um, I was like mm, out of it, like I don't really care for it, and like that was it. Like I didn't think about it again that night. And then the next day I was talking to my husband who also watched it with us, Isaac. And he, I was like, I asked his opinion. I was like, what would mm-hmm. you think? Cause it's not a show he would totally watch. Um, and he was like, well, he's like, it's not something, you know, I'm really interested in. He's like, but I like to give a show at least like two or three episodes. So yeah. he wasn't like completely writing it off. And then when he said that, I was like, you know, maybe I could watch like another episode. Ooh, teaser. Um, we will <laughs> maybe, reveal maybe whether we want more. Can you hear that bird just, just going nuts behind me? No, is it another crow? Yeah. Crow attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's appropriate for the conversation, I guess. I'll try to <laughs> stay focused with this yeah. crows circling. Um oh it's right on the it's right on the patio. Oh nice. Nope, can't hear it. 
<laughs> what it's after. Hopefully my cat's okay. Oh, I just got a little, yeah, a little sound bite of it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, one one thing that might factor into your decision is uh, <laughs> is um, there's only gonna be five episodes. Oh, that's uh, oh limited, limited series. Is yeah, it, so is it, it five well, episodes for the one for season, the season? Now season. they're calling okay. it they're calling it for season one, but that's an interesting hmm. like yeah for a, a, a ongoing series to purposely make it that short this is like this is basically the experience that i expected and and wanted but it might yeah ultimately we'll see if um if we watch more if it turns out that like we're at all interested in in the plot i I think the thing i'm most interested in is actually what you you hit on like if this is going to go campy horror like thriller Mm -hmm. inspired then i'm all for for that if it it kind of like even if it doesn't have supernatural components (laughs) but if they Mm -hmm. just like present it in that um style that would be that would be pretty exciting and in the first episode what what shot does is it does it leave off with like him at the gate or it leaves off with like some kind of where yeah where does the first episode leave off oh it leaves off with him putting putting that cloth over her head and suffocating her Oh, and right. then opening up her, her mouth so she can sing. Uh, okay, yeah, it, 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 that's. Yeah. Well, how did I forget that? No, you I'm missed thinking the last I, fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking of basically. Yeah, I guess when he arrives and they show that like long shot down, um, mm-hmm. and he's just kind of like a, a hooded figure. And he doesn't show figure. up in a car. He just like walks. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, maybe he is a vampire. Um, and. And yeah, basically where it's what it's setting up. So the weekend's character owns like some nightclubs and we don't really know much about his um skill set beyond beyond that and clearly like engages in all the like toxic behavior that a club that you might that a bad club owner might mm-hmm. engage in as far as like getting getting people drunk taking advantage taking advantage of them i mean in in her case she's so we learned from like the opening of the of the episode um where a photo has leaked where she has um calm on her face yeah and they're trying to like um you know spin that <laughs> publicly revenge in whatever porn. yeah yeah whatever way but like she wasn't um nothing unconsensual has has happened like on screen uh, but it's just the circumstances are so toxic and manipulative and we know she's still grieving and still processing that so it's like i don't know what's probably going to be a challenge is if anyone in the show is sympathetic or that you like spending time with any of the the characters is probably Mm going to be the (laughs) yeah the challenge and I like that. I mean, I actually like, and I like the main character. I think she's interesting, and I'm curious to hear like her actual because I don't really they don't really go into like what happened to her mother. They just like kind of talk about it a little bit briefly, and she just kind of seems unfazed by like that. Like sure, she's like, well, it could be worse, and then yeah. she can tell it hurts her a little bit, but she's like, you know what, fuck it, I've been through worse, and I don't really care. Um, like the interview with like that person from the New Yorker or whatever magazine, I don't remember magazine it was, but she seemed to just like not give a shit. So. Kind of like yeah. that. Yeah, that was. Well, I was kind of confused by the logistics of that interview. They 
the person showed up and they were just kind of like um i think they showed up during the the dance number like they got to see her succeeding and then they do the sit down and is the reporter keeps trying to take things off the record and she keeps restarting and Jocelyn (laughs) keeps restarting the the um the 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 recording device okay yeah Yeah, she doesn't mind that everything is being said and recorded and the other person's like trying to interject and be like i think you're really brave i think that i'm not supposed to say my own opinion and she's like we can just record it like i'll just talk about whatever like i don't care (laughs) yeah and that's like basically the the spin that this show is so far like the the world view it seems to have is like what if a person is like put in this very vulnerable position but actually Mm -hmm. wants all of the thing like is in control of their destiny and like is making choices for themselves is that empowering or are they still kind of at the mercy i mean it's empowering until um like in the in the logistics of the show until the scene with the weekend that seems to be like where she's most vulnerable and just the mm-hmm. way they've framed his character we just can't think that that's going to be a good influence right. on her, <laughs> on her but, life. I mean, he did mention like, cause the song, so the whole episode, not the whole episode, but throughout the episode, she's talking about how this new single she's releasing is like her comeback, whatever. And she does not proud of it. She doesn't like it. She wants like other people's opinion, but everyone's like, kissing her ass as people do when you're famous. Um, and so she's asking the weekend for his actual like opinion and after he listens to it, he's like, no, it's really good. But was this the first thing you wrote after your mom died? And she's like, no. And so he's trying to get the tour to get her a deeper emotional level than this. Like, I want money and cars or whatever the, the words are. Yeah. And and <laughs> whenever you have um, anti-hero type, well, like protagonist, whether they're the the center of the show or or on the, the, the fringes and like it's it's much more interesting when, like I said, with her, like she has artistic redeeming qualities. If he is just purely um, a destructive force, that's not nearly as interesting as, um, or as logical for her to get hooked on their relationship as if he does, he does is amused and does bring like new energy out of Mm -hmm. her and, and they have chemistry, um, like to some extent. And, and like, then you understand how like, even though it's a toxic, uh, probably ultimately going to be a toxic figure, yeah. How people get caught up in in the the web, and like again, like it's not it's not gonna it's I don't think anyone's gonna be redeemable or or sympathetic, like, but it's just gonna explain. It's just more nuanced, just more context of like how these how these power dynamics could play out, and you know, it, if all you know is the ultimate fate that like. Um, a club owner abused a, a pop star that that's just like so black and white that it does the, the victim disservice like that you don't know how they got you know caught up in the situation so we'll i mean we'll yeah. see i mean the show might <laughs> not have anything to say about that and just mm-hmm. and just be like i think it's also okay if it just wants to be a stylized thriller and it's more yeah. about like the, the way the plot plays out than you know any kind of message i mean um, euphoria is a very strong, like very strong feelings and and message. Not maybe message isn't the right word, but very strong like views on addiction. <laughs> and yeah. and so um, we'll see what the viewpoint is here, other than just kind of like 
what the what Hollywood and and the music, what kind of you know the industrial complex does to art and does to people. Um, so I mean, fascinating thematic uh, ground there. We'll just see if it's actually <laughs> if it's actually yeah um, plays out in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. Okay, we, well, yeah. Oh, you want to do say, it? Sometimes. Well, I want to talk about our favorite characters or favorite. Oh yeah, if we can, let's do it. Can I go first? Because I feel like you might pick the one that I'm going to pick and I want you to. Go for it. <laughs> so my favorite character, because I don't want to choose Jocelyn because she's not my favorite, but she's really good, um, is Nikki Katz, played by Jane Addams. She's like the PR. She's the gray hair. Oh, yeah. She's like really blunt. And she's always like the best actress in any show. I feel like she's incredible. Her best actor, whatever. Um, but she's just like her lines and her delivery is so good she's every scene she's in i just really enjoy so she's my favorite so far yeah i thought you were gonna say um that's that's awesome yeah she's one thing that shows like this need is uh levity and yeah i mean ultimately i i think the closest thing it is to tonally so far is a satire a dark dark oh, for satire sure. so mm-hmm. you mentioned one of my favorite movies when we were watching it neon demon oh uh, yeah which takes itself super seriously but like is satirizing like the the modeling and, and fashion industry through the lens of a horror movie. Um, if this is doing that for I the music so. industry, that'd be great. <laughs> and when characters like that pop in and just add um, levity to mm-hmm. like an otherwise pretty bleak um, world that we're spending time in, that's kind of essential to the <laughs> yeah. entertainment value. Because <laughs> um, so Dan Levy does that. Um, Eli Roth. Who plays yeah. the agent? Um, just like the the a very stereotypically obnoxious, um, um, you know, annoying agent agent type. He's he's kind of fun. Hank Azaria. I, yeah. Oh, Hank Azaria is a great <laughs> example. Yeah, he has is doing um some kind of accent. He's the one that locks the inti- intimacy coordinator in the bathroom. <laughs> um, so he he's like her. I don't even. I can't even keep track of who all these these no. people are in relation to her um, life and career. But um, I guess I'll go with Rachel Senate, not for this mm-hmm. episode. But I think I think um, if we are gaming out, like who's going to die, yeah, <laughs> or who's going to um, either turn this from a um, you know kind of drama into into a, a thriller or mm-hmm. horror show. I would say it's going to revolve around her character's unhealthy obsession with mm-hmm. with uh, Jocelyn. So she's sort of her best friend slash assistant confidant yeah. person, but clearly jealous to some degree of both the other women and the other men in Jocelyn's life, staring at her from a distance at, at the club and, and just kind of always on the periphery um, looking it's- longingly. Well, it's funny that you guys, I didn't get that. Oh, really? Watching it. Yeah. You seemed really into the fact that it seemed like her her character's Layla is the name is like obsessed oh. with Jocelyn. But I didn't really, I thought from my, my my perspective, it seemed like she was just trying to protect her because she's probably been through a lot and she's probably just trying to be like, oh, fuck, like I don't want this to happen to her again or whatever. And I don't know. I didn't see it as like a sexual, like wanting to be with her. I thought it was just like a friendship, but. We'll see. Well, I know I, I, I love that that we were able to read it those two different ways because she's absolutely if you just look at the 
the beats as they play out. Yeah. That is, she is comforting her. She is there for her. She is opening the curtains to wake her up, <laughs> to wake her up mm-hmm. in the morning. Um, she's, you know, consoling her on on the couch. Like, so I'm projecting kind of <laughs> probably where I think it's going yeah. more than if you just literally kind of look at the circumstances. So that's, that, that makes it even more interesting to see. Yeah. Which direction it goes in. And if mm-hmm. it's as predictable as I might be describing that, that might not be a good thing anyway. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. And she, cause, and she's also, this character isn't like her body's 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 character. She's playing right. a more subdued, less funny, less kind of campy character. So I'm going to pick her just cause I've always liked her um, as a performer. And this is a different, different shade of performance mm-hmm. than I've seen from her before. Perfect. Yeah, it sounds like we both didn't pick the main character or obviously didn't pick the weekend. So Yeah. <laughs> I, I I mean I loved what you said about the weekend's performance. I think it's it's a choice. Um yeah. and I don't I don't think it fully works yet, but I don't need him playing like a more subdued cool guy version no. either. So no. yeah. Yeah. I just would, I mean, maybe it'll change after a couple, there's only five episodes. Maybe I'll be like, oh, he's really interesting, but I just did not like him. And yeah, <laughs> first one, and it's just like his delivery and the way he is in general. Just, I just wasn't, I don't know, wasn't into it. We, because, um, so much of the success of Euphoria, it's a, it's a real, um, um, expansive cast and, oh, an ensemble. That's what I was looking for. But <laughs> Zendaya is, at the center of it and she's gone on to become a huge star and and it was clear she had um a lot of talent even before that but she is the emotional anchor that literally sometimes drags the show down to <laughs> yeah to the bottom of the ocean um i i think jocelyn i, I just want to make sure we've given enough credit to lily rose depp oh yeah um, that opening scene and then the whole episode might not be the most pleasant gang of of characters to spend time around but mm-hmm. she has all the skills necessary to to anchor this show so yeah far, she can carry like. the show for sure yeah um yeah she was she was an incredible actress and i've never seen her in anything before so yeah i don't, I don't think know this whether... is her debut but i just don't know what else she'd be and... yeah i think it's more or less her like first Starring big opportunity role. and maybe i mean you know with johnny depp being her her father i don't know what kind of decisions they made to <laughs> right. to try to get her into hollywood or keep her out of it or you know or or what so um but yeah clearly she has tons of talent charisma and just like i mean everything about sam levinson productions are so aesthetic and you know so the main she's wearing tiny bikini she's she's topless yeah. she's she's physically vulnerable um mm-hmm. and alluring as the show demands um her her to be and she can pull off that that energy and that vulnerability that um oh she's willing to go there yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. so yeah um let's do it let's um ah. decide the the question of the day and i will mention this is going to be one episode is out came out um this past sunday and they're gonna there's only gonna be five they're gonna come out every sunday on max and so 
um, this is a weekly show versus if we in the future watch kind of binge shows, um, we might just power through them. But <laughs> it's going to be basically a five week commitment if you watch the whole first season. So what do you think? But one episode at a time is all you have to commit to. <laughs> yeah. Do I think uh, is this? A, do we want more? Do you want more? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. This is a hard one because I like her and I like the other actors. I don't like the weekend. Um, but now I think the more that we talk about, it, the more I want to see what direction it takes. So I went from not wanting to see it at all to I think I'm down just to watch one more, just to yep. give it a little more of a chance, just to see where it goes. And if it's kind of like the first one, I'm out, but we'll see. So I I want more, just one more episode, and then we'll take it from there. <laughs> yeah, it's on probation for you. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> it has two strikes in the first episode. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think knowing that it's it's a f- only five episode commitment, this was not yeah. a home run for me by any means. But mm-hmm. I think I was probably always gonna um, give it uh, a little bit of a you know a couple episode leash anyway. Yeah. And it's it's since it's coming out weekly. I'll, I'll I'll definitely be watching the next one. I imagine now that I know it's five. I imagine I'll, right. I'll you'll watch the whole thing. Yeah. I'll watch the whole season. So <laughs> if you're I gonna do a couple episode leash, you might as well do the full season five episodes. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I'll be. I mean, and this the cool thing about doing this is we won't be like we're not going to review every no. episode or or talk about it every week. But we will be able to give updates. Like you can say we we can both say we want more or we don't want more, but. Um, we're gonna either have watched another episode right. next time we record or not um, yeah. for everything for everything that we do. Um, so that'll that'll be the ultimate test is is this Sunday um, or Monday if you if you actually watch the the next episode. Yeah. Oh man, because it's the same time every week, so Sunday night, Sunday evening. Yep. Yep. This okay. is taking for now the HBO. Um, Kind prime of slot. Prime slot. Yeah. Post succession. Cool. All right. So we both want more. We'll see who actually watches. I know you definitely will. I will try my best, but we'll see. Okay. <laughs> so that's it for the idol this week. What are we? Um, well, let's see. Before we reveal what we're going to watch next week, we'll go out with that. Um, we got to bring back a Yay! lifelong segment for new release, the gift shop. Yeah, so each week we watch a show or movie. Uh, we take something from that and change it slightly and sell it for, pro- for profit. So what do we want to take from the idol and sell? Mm. I was thinking since her bathing suit is so small, <laughs> I, you could put it like a bathing suit to go like in a little like packet and you just put it in your purse. So if you're like out somewhere and you want to put on a bathing suit, <laughs> like you have it because it's like basically one ounce of clothing. <laughs> yeah, so you're saying like, um like a pill bottle or like what's mm-hmm. the type of type of container the smallest possible container yeah. you think you could it fit could in her bathing suit in probably like a tylenol bottle yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah and it could be like um like a vial bikini in a vial oh that's cool um <laughs> like because that. yeah something like amber tinted something mm-hmm. you know this cool is, that yeah. you like think they're they're you're pulling drugs out of your purse, but well, it's a bikini. A bikini, so. <laughs> bikini vial, perfect. Vial. Sounds cool. All good. Right. Um, all right. So, what are we going to watch next week of the first episode or the first movie or whatever? 
We um yeah, we're gonna watch another show. This one actually has been out a couple weeks now, but okay. um I, I think it's also a weekly release. It's on Apple. It is starring Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne. We might have teased it. It's gonna <laughs> be probably um much more entertaining and, and comic <laughs> yeah, than <hopefully>. the idol. <laughs> so I don't I don't think this one will be a tough watch, but I'm ex- I'm excited. It's like it's the creative team that made neighbors or some of the same people, mm-hmm. but and they're both in it, but this isn't like a sequel to the to neighbors necessarily. It's just they like working together. They're <laughs> it like seems best like. friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, um, if you want to hear that episode and all the future shows and movies that we're gonna watch um that are new, then you can subscribe to new release by searching new release on Spotify or Apple or any other podcast platform. Ashley? That's a boob. (laughs) Just one. (laughs) Just one. We're exactly the opposite. We are constructive. We're constructive. Okay. Family movie night, guys. Oh, whoa. What? Will's getting a divorce. So call him. We literally haven't spoken to each other in years. Call him. That's what friends do. Hey! How are you? Really? How is the beer business? I'm actually the brewmaster at my own bar now. Congratulations. You still got that uh, family of yours? You want to see a photo? Well, there they are. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll go out on that. Perfect. Can't wait. (laughs) Thanks, Ashley. Thanks. Bye. Bye.